welcome to the movie podcast review of Cherry. My name is Shabazz, and of course, I am joined by my two other lovely co-hosts, D'Anthony. That's what I'm going to call you guys. Oh, that's, your, that's your celebrity couple name. We saw the, like, on your face, you were puzzled. Hesitation, yeah. You know, yeah. I haven't done an interesting name for you guys in a while, but when I do host, you better be ready. I was going to say, yeah, I feel like it's been, you haven't done one this year yet. No. It's probably, we have to go back and look at the, the archives the, the to see archives. the last time you said the the Scalapini Danini of I thought you were going to give us, that one. I thought you were going to yeah. give us, like, fruit names. Oh, right. oh, oh yeah. Yeah. What's an Italian fruit? I don't know. Like they're like, all fruits. What do we like? Italians love eating, like fruit wise. Is tomato a fruit? Tomato is like that thing that's always bordering fruit. Or I think tomato is a fruit, but I don't. You guys like, love. I don't like tomatoes. sauce. Tomato sauce. I don't like tomato sauce. I know, but the Italian. Okay, just give me a fruit name, man. And the tomato. Yeah. And I don't want to be a tomato. <laughs> How dare you give me? Are tomato? you a pomegranate? What would you be? You you call me Portuguese. the pomegranate. The Portuguese pomegranate. Yeah, Portuguese you know? pomegranate. You know, I like it, Daniel. Yeah. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. You know, I'm. Um, this was a film that we were really looking forward to. So yes. I'm really looking forward to talking about it. Yes. Yes. Cherry will be available in theaters this week and on Apple TV Plus March 12th. This is directed by the Russo brothers. If you have heard that name before, that's because they're the same people who did. Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, Captain America Civil War, Captain America Winter Soldier, and if you ever watch the show Community, they've been they've had their hands in there too. Yeah, Happy Endings as well. They were Happy Endings too. Yeah. yeah. So very popular name. Uh, Cherry stars Tom Holland, aka Spider Man. There you go. That's the sound. I haven't done that one in a while. <laughs> you haven't. We're bringing them all back on this, I'm bringing on all, this review. This is greatest hits episode. You know? <laughs> uh, greatest hits for not such a great film. Um, so. Daniel, what is Cherry all about? Cherry follows the wild journey of the disenfranchised young man from Ohio who meets the love of his life only to risk losing her through a series of bad decisions and challenging life circumstances. Inspired by the best-selling novel of the same name, Cherry features Tom Holland in the title role as an unhinged character who drifts from dropping out of college to serving in Iraq as an army medic and is only anchored by his one true love, Emily who's played by Sierra Bravo. When Cherry returns home as a war he- uh, home as a war hero, he battles the demons and undiagnosed PTSD and spirals into drug addiction, surrounding himself with a mangere of deprived misfits. Draining his finances, Cherry turns to bank robbing to fund his addiction, shattering his relationship with Emily along the way. There's a lot of things. That synopsis is literally the whole movie. Yeah, that's <laughs> just, like, so long. You, yeah, they should have just said it's yeah, this is, that's like every story. Literally, I just watched the whole movie. Yeah, in yeah. in the twelve seconds that you said that, I watched the whole film. There was a lot in that, as there is a lot in this movie. Anthony, give us your first reaction. I was super excited to watch this movie because it's the first movie that the Russo's brothers, the Russo brothers, have done since Avengers, and I was looking forward to a different type of story from them. Mm-hmm. But this movie. Is not a great movie, oh, yeah. and it's not. It just doesn't feel like a Russo brothers film, and it just didn't didn't grab me the way I think they wanted to grab their audience, and, yeah. and I think a lot of people will feel the same way. Yeah, this film, like honestly, again, like we were really looking forward to this. You know, the Russo brothers and Tom Holland were really um, sharing their love and passion for this project in the last year when they were shooting it. You know, we saw like those first set images of Tom Holland with a shaved head and. Like, oh wow, Tom Holland's really gonna put out a, a serious role. And to be fair, like Tom Holland's acting in this film is great. 
Like he's 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 good in this film in the sense of his acting, but again, you expect that from Tom Holland. But I'm just so blown away of how not chaotic. good and chaotic this film is. You know, from the script, from the from the just the way the scenes are shot. Like there's so many things that are this movie's trying to do so much, and by trying to do so much, it doesn't succeed at any of them. Mm-hmm. You know, is this a film about a, a guy going to war? Yes. Is this a film about a guy coming home from war and dealing with drug addiction and PTSD and meeting his girlfriend and losing his girlfriend and uh, this uh, and robbing <laughs> banks and like it's it's like it's trying to do do so much and because of that it doesn't do anything well. It, the movie tries to play off this whole you know we're super self aware of what's happening. The banks are called shitty bank or bank. Right. Um, Tom Holland will talk directly to us, breaking the fourth wall, but. It was so anxiety driving, and I'm not sure if that was the point because they want us to feel the same anxiety that you know Tom Holland's character is feeling. But the whole time, I was just so frustrated because it looked cheap. There was moments where they did this whole bokeh bokeh effect of you know it's just focused directly on the character, mm-hmm. and they they in post obviously edited blurred out the background, but it looked really cheap. It mm-hmm. looked weird. It weird felt like color changes and let's make this black changes. and white and this trippy because he's we'll on drugs. Fo- we'll and... make this a bit more like this. And then I got I got vibes of, you know, Requiem for a Dream where they're really trying to like sell that he's on drugs and everything. And then overall, I was just frustrated watching this movie. I it's just exhausting. Felt, I felt, yeah, I felt tired after it. My brain was getting an exercise that it didn't need to do for a film that I was hoping would have been just fun or action-packed. Right, and, and and that's the thing. Like, and I'm all in for it being a drama, but I don't think it ever commits to anything. You know, like you know, Tom's giving it his all, but like just the storytelling and the style changes in this movie just really throw this movie off course. And I think you said it like as a misfire, Shay. Like, it really does feel like that. I mean, this is coming from the Russo brothers who've directed the biggest film of all time, the second biggest film of all time, and like billion dollar movies, and. Like you can ne- you can never like convince me that like this is yeah, them who've the directed this right. Yeah. It just feels so different. Tom Holland did. You're right. He did a really good job playing his character, especially when he gets into the whole coming home and drugs and and it just felt ugh. I just I don't want to be around this guy. Right. And I just wish it picked yes. what movie it wanted to be. Yes, and I think that's where it should have ended, uh, or should have like at least focused on, because there's a there's a beginning half which is you know he's here's his kid he's going to school, finds the love of his, love of his, love of his life, decides to go to the army because they break up, and then that arm the whole like army sequence which is that mid half felt very small. It didn't feel like right. they were actually in. It was like quick. It was quick, and I'm like, okay, this kid is. He's really taking it hard based on what he's just seen. I don't know how many months he was there or how many years, but he's this has hit him. And then he comes back, and then I felt like the ending or that third half was the longest, and it was the hardest to get through. Yeah, it was. It's just I don't know. I I don't know what they wanted from this story. There's, I don't know the book because it's based off a book, so I haven't read right. the book. But I don't know if the book is very similar to this pacing because it's just. It just didn't feel right. No. It's funny. A friend of ours uh, from Untitled Movie Podcast, Eric, he mentioned that, like, yeah, the blocking in this film was really, like, distractingly bad. And when I was thinking about that, I'm like, that's such an interesting thing to call out. It's not something right. that you would immediately think to right. with the movies. And I'm like, 
then when you watch this movie, you're like, yeah, that totally oh my makes God, sense. My God, that makes sense. You know, there's some like shot setups in this film and just blocking literally just like the way the stage is seen like staged you're just like this is just so uncomfortable to watch it like this you know there's literally scene in this movie that like again like i feel like breaking bad was really one of those shows that let's give us a really unique angle with gopros or you know from underneath the meth or as or like the that, breaking bad i think really made those kind of shots popular yeah. re- repopularized them but there's a shot in this movie that um a doctor's literally inspecting inside the anus of mm-hmm. tom holland's character and we see it and we see it we yeah. literally see like because it kind of just cuts to like oh what's this shot we're looking at right now we see you know a it's a canal you know it's a canal yeah you know, it could be an ear canal you know ear canal i'm like oh is this like is he looking down his throat and then it cuts to the doctor literally looking inside of his asshole his asshole and that's how i think is the best way to sum up this film we both it's like looking l- at the inside of an asshole you know <laughs> all of us we were just like oh god like what a jarring choice to but it was so random that. right it was so it's, random. because it's nothing like that after that yeah it, it, it there's nothing like that after that it's a weird it felt like a lot of different styles and another thing that i wanted to bring up as well is there's no one likable in this movie uh, tom you don't care, yeah you don't tom care Han's about character, i mean tom holland does a good job acting but i fucking hated his character yeah. i hated every single person in this movie there isn't a single person that i was like Oh yeah, I want to see more of this. Oh, this is—he's doing this, and we're on his side because he needs this to do. Even survive. his girlfriend, fuck her. You I know? don't like. I never cared about her. She, she's not interesting that, at all. Yeah. That's a big like. If you don't care about the characters in the movie, that means the, like it's done for you, right? Yeah. No matter what they try to put on screen, you're not on their you're, side. You're no not. Matter you're not how you don't like this movie at all. Show yeah. me. And 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 I think that's and that's what we said, uh, or that's at least what I was saying on when our, our review of I care a lot. Like no matter what Rosamund did, like. There was never anything that she could put me on her side, and I just hated her the whole time. And Tom Holland's in that similar boat where it's like, you never felt like you were on his side on this. You never felt like, yeah, he was going through struggles, but like, you never really cared for him as a character. So he's going through these things, and you're just like, sure, you're going through this, but I don't care about your well being in the situation, mm-hmm. you know? And they do some, uh, they do some, there's a sequence in this film where they, you see kind of like time going by and, they trying to age up Tom Holland a little bit. It doesn't look good. No, <laughs> you know, let, let's let's put let's put a mustache on him. You know, yeah. let's let's give him like some more a, wrink- the wrinkles on his forehead. Like a Stan Lee from the sixties or seventies. <laughs> like just he had the long mustache, the long type of hair. He was doing like his uh, his his Robert De Niro smile too. Like, yeah, you know, like it's just um, you know, I I I honestly believe they went in with this thing. Hey, you know what? Let's do something really unique and different. But it just really didn't work. It just really didn't work for me. Let's start with uh, Anthony. Anthony, what we have, if we have to give this movie our review, our our recommendation? Where are you giving it? Remember what was the remember the movie we watched where we gave it like oh, I give it a ghost. <laughs> ghost. It was you put it in the ghost it's land. That eh? ghost it's land. Ghost. Yeah, it's a yeah. Banish I'm gonna, the ghost Don't land. even watch it. Yeah, don't watch it. You're not gonna like it. You're no one's coming out of this movie saying. Yeah, I really like the story. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to understand why this movie was made, because a lot of times you want to, like, that's why you watch movies. You yeah. want to enjoy it. You know, the Russos did it because they, they said they had, you know, close family and friends who, like, went through the opioid addictions, right. and it was shot in their hometown. So you could really tell they wanted to make something that was, like, you know, something like, like let's go back, personal. let's do, a, like, a homecoming, let's tell a personal story here. But it just didn't right? come off that way. It, it was didn't. too comedic at points. I felt, like, Tom was too 
comedy driven. Yeah, like let's let me like oh, let, let's do the Goodfellas. Of- let's let's do the Ferris Bueller or yeah, or even the Goodfellas. Like let's like let's talk directly to the audience right now and and break that wall where it didn't need to. Yeah, Dana, what about you? Uh, yeah, for myself, honestly, it's it's a skip it for me. Um, I think what this movie does really well in the sense of Tom Holland's performance, I think he does give it his all. Like you see him, he's he's a great actor, and you see glimpses of that throughout this movie. And this, regardless if it's good or not, it's another indicator that Apple TV is taking their films seriously in the sense of, yes, let's get the Russo brothers who just directed the biggest film of all time. Let's get Tom Holland, who's a very in-demand actor right now. And we're going to put the money to put this on our platform. And I think it's great that it's on Apple TV Plus. But I also think you shouldn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's, it's an easy skip it for me for yeah, this one. And yeah. it sucks to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, like Anthony, I'm, I am also going to banish this movie to the ghost land because god. my god, I, I was just frustrated watching this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's, it's, that's, it's, it's hard. You know, I, I'm glad we had a couple of days. Like we watched this movie. It's been a few weeks now. It's been like a, a week or two at least now oh, that, okay? um, that we watched maybe longer, maybe longer, you know, but time like, is I'm glad we, we had some time to kind of let it sit with us as well too, mm-hmm. because that was a that was a really difficult watch. I think oh, yeah. if you I, I think if I reviewed it immediately after, I would have banished it to the, the ghost, ghost land. land of the Tom Holland's butthole oh. in this movie. So hmm. I don't like how you talk about his butthole. No, but we spoke about. <laughs> here's the thing: Why are we talking about Tom Holland's butthole? Because they showed it to us in the movie. Can you put that as one of the hashtags for the movie? So you know. So now that we have like this is the Russo brothers' first movie after Endgame, yeah. first like movie that's not. Do you have high expectations for their next film? So we know, so they produced Extraction, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we know they're working on a Hercules movie for Disney. Mm-hmm. I, I fully believe in the capabilities of them as directors. I think they are great directors because mm-hmm. I think great directors can make bad movies. Yes. That would be, we should talk about that on the show. Like, great directors have made bad movies. Right? <laughs> that's, a, that's a topic right there. But I think when, you, when you're coming into the universe like Marvel, where you know a lot of the worlds and language of those movies have been established, they're coming in and they directed a hell of a movie. This being their fifth directed film or sixth directed film, I'm just, again, like I said, like I do not believe that this is coming from the same people that gave me some of my favorite movies of all mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. So that was our review of Cherry, which is, again, coming to Apple TV Plus on March 12th. And uh, if you already listened to this, and it's probably out in theaters already, too. Again, we are on a mission right now, a mission to Mars, which we've actually already done. We've already done the mission to Mars. We have. Perseverance. Yeah. Perseverance. So now we're on a mission to 200 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to go hit on over to our podcast page and give us those five stars. Leave us a comment, and it may be featured in a video, or we may have Anthony recite your comment in what he thinks your voice might be interesting yes the possibility yeah. it's, it's an idea i'm throwing <laughs> out there probably won't work uh again that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next mm-hmm.